Day 20, Story of the Barber's Fifth Brother Al-Nashur was very idle. Instead of working for his bread, he was not ashamed to ask for it every day. When our father died, he only left 700 silver drachmas to be divided amongst us, which made 100 for each son. Al-Nashur, who had never possessed so much money in his life, was quite puzzled to know what to do with it. Finally, he decided to lay it out on glasses, bottles, and things of that sort. Having bought his stock, he found a small shop in a good position and began to sell them. He put all the stock into a basket and said to himself, This basket has cost me a hundred drachmas, all that I possess in the world. Now, in selling the contents piece by piece, I shall turn two hundred and these hundreds I shall again lay out in glass, which will produce four hundred. By this means I shall in course of time make four thousand drachmas, which will easily double themselves. When I have got ten thousand, I will give up the glass trade and become a jeweler. Then I will buy a beautiful country house with horses and slaves, and then I will lead a merry life. Then I shall request the hand of the Grand Vizier's daughter. Should the Vizier refuse my proposal, I will seize him by the beard and drag him to my house. When I shall have married his daughter, I will give her ten of the best eunuchs that can be found for her service. Then I shall go to visit the Grand Vizier and give him two purses containing two thousand pieces of gold. I shall tell him that I am a man who is better than his word. After hearing of such generosity, the world will talk of nothing else. When I return home, my wife will send an officer to compliment me on my visit to her father. I shall refuse it and dismiss the bearer. I shall never allow my wife to leave her rooms on any pretext whatever without my permission and my visits to her will be marked by all the ceremony calculated to inspire respect. In the evening, when we retire to our apartments, I shall pretend not to see her. Then her women will beg me to look at my wife, but I shall give no signs of even hearing this speech, and at length I will raise my head and throw a careless glance at her, then I shall go back to my former attitude. It is as well to begin on my wedding day as I mean to go on for the rest of our lives. If she keeps begging me, I shall give her a kick so violent that she will stagger across the room and fall on to the sofa. My brother, pursued the barber, was so much absorbed in his dreams that he actually did give a kick with his foot which unluckily hit the basket of glass. It fell into the street and was instantly broken into a thousand pieces. The accident had restored my brother to his senses. He began to cry loudly. Then a lady rode by on a mule. She asked her attendant to give my brother a purse containing five hundred pieces of gold. He almost died of joy and then returned home happily. Then... A knock came to his door, and it was an old woman. She said, My son, I have a favor to ask of you. It is the hour of prayer, 
and I have not yet washed myself, let me, I beg you, enter your house and give me water. My brother let her come in. Observing her shabby clothes, my brother held out two pieces of gold and gave them to her. The woman seemed surprised, as if she had received an insult. She said, I do not need it, for I belong to a beautiful lady who is very rich and gives me everything I want. My brother then asked her to take him to meet the lady. Finally, they arrived at a large house where there was indeed a young and beautiful lady. She led him to a small chamber and asked him to wait for a moment. But then there entered a huge black slave with a sword in his hand. Al-Nashur was so frightened that he allowed his gold to be taken from him and even saber cuts to be inflicted on him without making any resistance. Finally, he was thrown down into a vault filled with the bodies of murdered men. Luckily, he was not dead. At the end of two days, he lifted the trap door and escaped to my house. When a month had passed, he was as well as ever. In order to revenge, he filled his purse with bits of glass and tied it on his sash. And, disguising himself as an old woman, he took a saber, which he hid under his dress. One day he discovered the old woman on the street who was looking for someone to decoy. He went up to her, and imitating the voice of a woman, he said, Do you happen to have a pair of scales you could lend me? I have just come from Persia, and have brought with me five hundred gold pieces, and I am anxious to see if they are the proper weight. Good woman! replied the old hag. My son is a money-changer, and if you will follow me, he will weigh them for you himself. Then she led my brother to the same place. When he entered the room and waited, the two slaves came in. He killed them immediately. When the old woman saw this, he told her who he was and cut her in four pieces. There remained only the lady. She begged hard for life, and said, There was a great wealth. If you succeed in carrying it all away, it will make you rich forever. She led Al-Nashur into a chamber, filled with coffers, packed with gold, and said, Go and bring men to carry them away. My brother was deceived again. When he came back with ten men, the room was empty. The lady had escaped with all the gold. To console himself, he began to remove all the beautiful furniture. Unluckily, on leaving the house, he forgot to lock the door, and the neighbors, finding the place empty, informed the police, who next morning arrested Al-Nashur as a thief. After my brother had related all his adventures, the judge said nothing but sent the police to move all the furniture into his own house. Then he ordered my brother to leave the town and to never come back, fearing that if he returned, he might seek justice from the caliph. Al-Nashir obeyed and was on his way to a neighboring city. He was robbed by a band of robbers. Hearing of his plight, 
I hurried to bring him back under cover of night to my house, where I have since given him all the care.